what is up my friends this is actually daily encouragement welcome to the podcast if you are new thank you for listening thank you guys for joining in every wednesday right now i'm just in the middle of sharing my story with you guys about how i decided to move 2300 miles across the country this summer with my family um i did part one last wednesday um it dropped november 4th um i share this story with you guys because i really believe that you know as the Lord works in our life and he heals us and he strengthens us that we're going to be inspired to take bigger risks and have and move forward on the opportunities that he gives us. And so, um, I just want to share this with you guys so you can at least ponder it and maybe even talk to the Lord about, you know, Lord, how would you have me step out in my life? You know, what opportunities do you want me to take? What dreams have you put in my heart that are dormant? What talents have you given me? Like, where do you really want to take my life, Lord? You know, just asking these types of questions. And so that's why I'm sharing the story with you guys. And so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and share the other half of it today. And so anyway, anyway, you guys, thank you for listening. And I hope this encourages you in some type of way. So last week I shared with you guys kind of how it all came about, came about with, uh, you know, the question, hey, Ashley, you want to go on an adventure? And so, you know, I got up into the point where the house that we were looking for in the state that we had picked uh which was tennessee the house that we were looking at initially had went off the market okay and we'd been praying for it and everything went off the market so i was like oh dang you know disappointed so but i still was like you know what we're gonna keep packing we're gonna keep getting ready you know um i knew in my heart that we were gonna be moving this summer Um, i was still motivated and still gonna keep pursuing that so I don't know, it was probably about a month later, my husband's like, hey, you know, babe, we've never been to Tennessee, let's go ahead and fly out there, let's go check this place out. So we flew to Nashville, it was like January 26th, or June, June 26th, excuse me, June 26th of 2020, we flew out to Nashville, we were there for like a few days, just checking, just checking out Tennessee, the first thing I said when I got off the plane was, oh my God, how do y'all breathe out here, because of all the humidity, you know, in the summertime. Um, anyway, so we were checking it out and, uh, there was another house that had come up while we were there. Uh, the agent who was listing the house that we initially wanted had some other homes that we could go check out. So we're like, you know what, we'll go look at some other places. Why not? So we did. We found this other house that, uh, you know, we liked and we're like, Hey, you know what? Let's just try to go for that one. Cause the real estate, um, was going like hotcakes. I don't know if it still is now, but this summer, you guys, man, it was fire. So we um, went ahead and we're like, hey, well, you know, let's try to go ahead and put an offer in on this place. So we we asked the agent if we could try to file a contingency on this other house we were looking at. And I don't know if you guys know what a contingency is. I didn't know what, what one was. It's basically when you're going to sell your house, uh, the the sell of your house is going to is going to be the money that's going to be used. So they're going to accept that they're gonna get paid once you sell your house. So that's what a contingency is. So we're like, you know, maybe we could file a contingency. So we went ahead, threw out an offer, you know, for a contingency and the guy responded back and he was like, no, it's, it's too new on the market. So we're like, okay, fine, you know, that's cool. So we got back home and uh, the day after we got back from Nashville, we put the house that we were living in on the market finally we've been working on it for quite a while since the beginning of 2020 um and so you know we we're finally ready to get it on the market so we got it on the market the day after we got back from uh nashville i think it was like july 1st 
maybe the second it was officially on. So we got it on the market and uh, we're super stoked about it. So I went ahead and decided to um, just get online. I'm like, okay, well that house that we looked at, it's not available. So I'm just gonna go ahead and, and see if there's any other places. So I got online, typed in the criteria we were looking for and the house that we initially asked for popped up again. And I was like, what the heck? So I was tripping out, you know, I was like, wow, this house is back on the market again. So I was super stoked and, uh, and then um, I called my husband and told him about it. I was like, hey babe, this house is on the market again. He was like, well, maybe the, maybe the contract fell through or maybe the mortgage fell through. So anyway, super excited, called the guy, the house was on the market again. And so I was like, man, we got to get this house sold. You know, the house we're in, we got to get it sold. So anyway, we had, uh, we had, um, excuse me, you guys, my computer turned off on me and I was talking to you guys. Anyway, so this house is back on the market again, super excited about it. And, uh, um, you guys, I'm losing my track of train of thought. My computer's making all kinds of stupid noises. So anyway, house is back on the market for the second time. Super stoked about it. Uh, get a hold of the guy. He's like, yeah, it's on the market. It's going to go quick. So I'm hoping to get my house on the market so we can sell it. Well, it's not long afterwards. It goes off the market again. Okay. And you know what? Now that I think about it, I must have seen that the house was on the market like the second time. It must have been before we went to Nashville. It had to have been. I'm, I'm getting kind of lost in it, you guys, because it was pretty close together. Because it was on the market twice. Okay. So it's on the market twice falls through the second time and after it fell through the second time I was like you know what Lord if it's my house it's gonna fall through right so I was pretty confident it was gonna be my house um, I kind of went through uh, a little thing where I was you know a little unsure to ask God for it again because I was like I don't want to be disappointed you know and I, sh I think I shared with you guys in another podcast um, about that whole thing with you know asking God for something that you really really want um, I can't remember what episode that was, you guys, but I do remember uh, sharing that with you, um, just being afraid to ask God for what I wanted because I didn't want to be disappointed. So let me see if I can find really quick where that episode would be, you guys. I don't even know if it's going to be on here. Oh, ask for anything. It would be July 29th. So that that story that I told on July 29th is all related to us asking for me asking for this house. So you guys be sure to check out episode 47, Ask for Anything. So anyway, you guys, so I just knew the house was, I was like, you know, Lord, it's my house is going to fall through. So um, after we get back from Nashville, we finally get our house on the market, the one we're living in. And within the first day, we already got people that want to come and look at it. Well, I think it was the day after the 4th of July, um, we get this phone call and it's, it's the, it's the agent that is listing the house that we initially asked for. Right. And he goes, Hey, I'm just calling to let you know that that contract fell through again. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, actually the contract fell through. He goes, um, you know, so what do you want to do? And I was, I was flabbergasted. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Because this house had already been on the market once, not once, but twice, fell through that time, so that it fell through the second time, right? And I was like, oh my gosh. So he goes, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, can we put a contingency on it? He was like, yeah. He goes, 
He goes, I haven't even called the homeowners to tell them that it fell through a second time. He goes, I just wanted to call you guys and let you guys know because he knew how bad we were on this house. And uh, so anyway, I, I was just so excited, you guys. I was on cloud nine. Oh man, it was crazy. Super stoked. So we're like, hey, can we, you know, we want to file a contingency. He goes, yeah, I'm the listing agent. Sure. You know, he's like, I'll get a hold of the homeowners and, and talk to them and suggest that they go ahead and accept it being that, you know, it's already kind of fallen through these last couple times. Um, I think it was the mortgage or something fell, had fallen through. Anyway, so super stoked, just in just complete amazement, you know, about this place. And uh, so he goes, he calls, gets a hold of the homeowners and they go ahead and accept the contingency, okay? So I just couldn't believe it, you guys. I mean, I was so excited. This house I'm living in right now, you guys, is nothing but a prayer. That's all it is. Just asking God for that thing. And, you know, here we are sitting and, you know, God provided all the money for us to get here. Um, you know, the day before we were supposed to leave. Oh my gosh. So, you know, the cost of a U-Haul truck, you guys, to move, 2300 miles is absolutely insane and we did not have the money you guys it was like 3200 bucks we were 3200 dollars short of being able to move all our stuff so i was like you know what we were prepared to leave absolutely everything because we'd already sold the house and that and just selling the house you guys oh my gosh it's, it's just incredible how quick it happened that's another little story let me see if i can tell you guys really really quick so when we were selling our house there was a certain amount that we needed to sell it for, okay? In order for us to get this house that we really, really wanted. Well, we had told our agent, this is how much we need to sell the house for if we want to buy the house out in Tennessee, okay? So, you know, she throws a number up there. And so the first people who came out made an offer on it and we were still, gosh, I think we were $15,000 short. And I was like, wow, Lord, this isn't going to work out. You know, we need, we're $15,000 in the hole to get this house. How the heck are we going to buy this house for $15,000? Especially when the, the owners had already accepted this contingency, right? So it's like, we need this money. And I was stressing out, you guys. I'm not even going to lie about it. I was stressing out. So I was like, Lord, you know, you know what? I had to stop myself and say, you know what, Ashley? You didn't even know how you were going to get this house that you really, really wanted. And now it's brought before you again. And that was on a prayer itself. So it's like, why don't you just do what you, you know, just pray and ask. Right. So I asked for it. The Lord, we need, we need money like to, to get this place. So, uh, the next day, somebody else wants to come and look at the house. So they make an offer. Well, the offer they made was $10,000 more than the first offer. So I was like, oh my God, Lord, that's like 10 grand right there. But we're still, we're still four grand short. But I was just like, I was super stoked. So I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe being five grand short is better than whatever. But I, I you know, I'm like, you know what, Lord, we really need it. But I was still excited, right? So we go ahead and my, my uh, agent, she's like, you know what we'll do? We'll go ahead and, and tell them they have until tomorrow or I think it was Monday, to submit their best, highest and best offers, right? So my agent's thinking, you know, the second one you got, they're not going to go any higher. She goes, you know, the first one's going to have to really step it up. So, you know, we're praying. Monday comes, and they offer, the first offer jumps up $15,000.
I could not freaking believe it. I was so excited and I was like, dang, Lord, what the heck just happened? You know, look, look what you just did. I asked for this house, you know, you brought it. I didn't have the money, you know, and, and I was tripping out and I was worried about you guys. I was seriously worried about the appraisal because the house that we sold, it was a manufactured home. You guys, I don't know if you know anything about real estate, but manufactured homes usually don't flip for a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we sold it for everything that we needed. It was incredible. I just couldn't, I was like, I was super right about the appraisal because I was like, I don't know if the house is going to appraise for that high. You know, this is a manufactured home and, and all this stuff. And I was like, Lord, you're really going to have to do something here. So, you know, even the appraiser guy comes out and he appraises it for the exact amount that the first people had bumped it up to 15,000. It was the exact same amount that they had put their offer in for. And I was just like, wow, Lord. I mean, his hands all over this thing. I was just so excited, you guys. It was just incredible. And, you know, so uh, moving day comes. Oh my gosh, you guys, we got the truck and, you know, my husband had to drive. He, he wasn't able to get it till later in the afternoon because there's a shortage on trucks on the West Coast. People are leaving the West Coast like crazy right now. So there was, there was no trucks and they weren't gonna get one until you know later in the afternoon. I told the homeowners that we were gonna be out seven o'clock the next day. Yeah, right, you guys. We didn't leave the house until three o'clock in the afternoon. And you know, the new homeowners had shown up like at 11 o'clock, you know, to start moving in and we weren't even ready yet. And oh my gosh, that was nuts. But uh, it all worked out, you guys. We ended up getting everything out and we hit the road. And I think the first night, I think we drove about 400 miles. And then we made our journey all the way here, you guys. But anyway, you know, that was a wild ride in itself. And, uh, you know, now we've just been settling in the last month. I think we've been here about six weeks now, you guys. Um, just kind of soaking it all in and just really excited. And, you know, the other thing too, you guys, um, that I realized is I don't know if I shared with you guys at the beginning of this year, um, as the Lord was kind of birthing these dreams inside of me and, and just really doing some amazing things. You know, I had a friendship of mine that was, you know, 11 plus years had just had a complete fallout and that was devastating, but I really didn't know how much it was bothering me until I got here and calmed down. And I started thinking about it and just all of these emotions had been so stored up, you know, I'm going to say the last four or five months, you know, um, being so just distracted with, you know, the anticipation of moving and getting ready and packing and just sort of being on a high from that, you know, and then, you know, getting out here and kind of getting settled down and just, you know, started paying attention to what I was feeling. And I was, you know, I, I was reflecting on that situation and I started feeling angry and frustrated and, and I really didn't understand what was going on. And I think it was just all of this grief that was, you know, been packed away inside of me not really giving myself any space to mourn that relationship. And so that's been a whole nother situation, you guys. And I think one of these days I want to share some things that I read in a book just last night about grieving and, uh, you know, kind of the process of that, because that's something you guys that nobody ever really taught me. Um, you know, I've been learning about the whole thing with emotional baggage and that basically comes when you don't let yourself feel what you're feeling and kind of processing that. And, you know, I'm always the kind of person where I'm like, you know, what, just keep moving forward, whatever, just kind of get over it, just keep going. And, uh, you know, but now I'm kind of in a different situation where I'm trying to kind of just give myself that space to feel what I need to feel and, uh, just go through that instead of just trying to, you know, 
avoid it by just, oh, I'm just going to keep moving forward. You know, I don't know if there's anybody out there that can relate, but you know, that's just kind of the person that's just, that's the person I am. I'm not very good about kind of looking back in that way. You know, I'll just keep going, keep going, keep going. And so that really caught up to me after I got here, you know, just especially the last few days, you guys, it's November 11th now, but man, today was a really rough day this morning. It's like I got up and I was thinking about her and I was crying and, and just sort of, you know, grieving all these things. And, and, you know, I'll do probably do another podcast on grief a little bit just to give you guys some, um, insight to what I've had to grieve within myself, because I think that's the hardest thing. It's a lot harder. It almost, you guys don't take this the wrong way, but it almost seems easier to grieve a person when they physically die than to know somebody's still alive and having to grieve your expectations of them and what you're hoping it would have been, especially when they're still, uh, you know, especially when they're still alive and you can talk to them and communicate and they avoid you and you have to completely crucify your desire to want to be with them. That is really, really hard. You guys, that's been a hard lesson for me for sure. So anyway, you guys, um, I just wanted to share the rest of that story with you. You know, the Lord totally worked it out. Um, you guys be sure to check out the episode that dropped um, July. Um, what was it, you guys? July 29th, Ask for Anything. That, I didn't share the complete story at the time because I was still in the middle of it. But, uh, you know, the context was us moving, making this huge journey. And so I, I really want to share, you know, go back to that episode and give you some, um, you know, a little, little bit more kind of what I was going through and what I was feeling and thinking, because I don't know about you guys, you know, ask God for anything and then being disappointed at times, you know, that's been very real for me, you know? And so, uh, you know, I kind of had a little revelation through that. I hope you guys can check out the podcast and be encouraged. So anyway, that is the end of this today, my friends. Thank you guys for listening. I'm not really sure what we're talking about next week. Um, I might get into the Greek thing, you know, it's pretty relevant for me right now. It's still pretty fresh. So I probably should do it while it's still fresh in my mind. Um, just in case there's anybody out there, you know, that's had to go through a process of grief in this time, you know, um, I never knew what grief was and I never knew really how to process it. And I was, it was always in the context of, oh, when somebody dies, you grieve, but I'm talking about, you know, let's talk about any type of loss that you've had in your life. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm sure people have had to, you know, a lot of people have lost a lot of things this year, you know, jobs, homes. Um, you know, marriages. I mean, there's a lot of things that people have had to, to grieve. And, uh, you know, I just want to talk about it with you guys. So anyway, have an awesome rest of the day, you guys. Thanks for listening. Continue to share with your friends. Um, it helps the podcast grow. So you guys can, you know, give me a, a review on iTunes, share it on your social media, share it with your friends. I'd really appreciate it, you guys. I just want to encourage you guys with things God's encouraging me with. Um, if you have not, done so already be sure to check out the podcast series i did about building an identity on your character and your values and not your performance other people's opinions or your circumstances you guys i think that's going to be really really important these days so you know if you guys haven't checked that out be sure to do that begin january 20th through may 21st 2020 so thanks you guys for listening um (laughs) i love you guys and i will see you next week